Hello, Renee. Hello, Andrew, and hello, Ingas Nation. You are listening to episode 33 of the CrossFit Ingas podcast, and today we will be discussing the three keys to success for staying on track while traveling. With special guest. Very special return guest. Return guest. Kate. (laughs) Hello. Hi, Kate. Hi. Our sleep expert is also our travel travel expert. expert. I like that. I like that. I can make those two my expertise. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. All right, so we're going to do community shout-outs first? Yeah. Okay, you go, for, you go first. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> kind of a follow-up to our last episode when we had um, our guest, Jamie, on. That's right, yeah. And she kind of discussed how she was in the process of getting a new position with corrections, and she got the call that she officially got the job, and she will be starting in September. Woohoo! Go, Jamie! Good stuff. Congratulations, Jamie. Really awesome. Okay, so I have um, also a kind of repeat. Mm -hmm. Um, Nick, so we had shouted him out previously for just being an all around beast and (laughs) consistent in the gym. Um, He came back and did an in body scan with you on, was that like Tuesday? Monday? Yes. This week? Yes, yeah. Um, and he had not He had done one previously when he did Fundamentals, which mm-hmm. was like three months ago. It was actually exactly three months ago. Exactly right? three yeah. months? Yeah. And his numbers were just bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Down 40 pounds of body fat, which is like 11%, up three pounds of muscle. Um, just like amazing. Crushing it. Yeah. Um, and just goes to show like, you know, his consistency and hard work paying off. Right. So we're super happy for him. So congrats, Nick. Cool. All right. So my next one is Mary Moriarty, who is currently in Zambia, Africa. So she is working with the OneSite team in Zambia to help set up their own vision center. So Mary is a, what is her title? An optometrist? Yes. Yes. So she works as an optometrist, so she gets sent to these different countries to help set up these um, different sites, and that's where she currently is right now. And she just sent us a message yesterday. She's having a good time. She's done this before, hasn't she? Yes, she was in Peru last summer. Cool. And then, and she's done it prior to that as well, but. Um, Actually, uh, so we had posted about Nick, about his progress yeah and she commented on the post from africa did she that's so So cool she's staying in touch yeah while while away yeah so we're looking forward to having you back mary she should be back soon yeah all right last one um i've got ron who got his first bar muscle up uh in a workout yeah last week or a couple weeks ago yep um i think both of you guys were there for that correct yeah unfortunately i didn't see his first one but then he did another one so he did two in the workout awesome yeah Congrats, Ron. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so, um, oh, one other thing that I wanted to mention. um, This coming Friday is Bring a Friend Friday. Um, So any of you out there who have friends who want to try it, feel free to bring them in on Friday. All the classes are free. Um, Just have them. We'll have them sign a waiver. We'll put some links out ahead of time where they can do that before they come in or just show up a bit early to class and we'll, we'll get them all set up in class. Cool. Okay, let's get to it. All right. 
Um, so the idea behind this was uh, it's summertime, so a lot of people are traveling, going on vacations. Um, we just got back from Lake George a couple of weeks ago. You are going to California in oh, yeah. like next week. Yes. Long road trip. Yep. Um, so a lot of people are taking vacations, traveling, stuff like that. Um, so we wanted to put together some keys to success for staying on track while on vacation. And Kate, you had kind of three overarching um, keys that you put together, and we're going to talk through each one of those. Right. So the idea is a lot of times when we are working with our nutrition clients and trying to get them to dial in their nutrition, we're trying to get them to set up habits and routines that will essentially basically give their willpower a rest, like put them in a really good place where they're not making lots of decisions, that their habits and routines just support a really healthy lifestyle. Well, whether you're traveling for work or for fun, a lot of times those habits and routines are kind of set aside and now all of a sudden, you know, we've either got to use willpower or we've got to find some way to kind of navigate um, what it is that we're going to do in terms of nutrition. So the first one is simply to set realistic goals when we are traveling, whether that be, again, for work or for pleasure, um, and, and kind of identifying what do realistic expectations look like. So when we are traveling, we don't have as much control over our environment as we do when we're at home. We often are traveling with other people, we're going out to eat, um, we're staying in hotels, so on and so forth. So ideally, we want to set realistic expectations for success so that we can come back from that trip feeling like we've made progress with nutrition and healthy living, um, as opposed to feeling like there, there was a setback or a failure, um, because that can kind of compound on itself. So what about for you guys? Six, um, setting realistic expectations. So what might that look like for you over the next couple of weeks, like while you're on a road trip? Yeah. So it's going to be quite the trip because you're gone for how long? We're gone for 16 days. Yeah. So we're driving from here to um, Arizona, but we will be stopping along the way, like at night to sleep in hotels, wherever we happen to be. Um, but I know what's going to keep me feeling my best is if if I do sleep through the night. So I, the first night that we're driving, we are driving through the night. And I told my family, I am not driving through the night if I'm going to be a, a, a pleasant person to be around and, and just to feel good. And if I'm going to be driving on this trip at night is not going to be the best time for me. I need to sleep when it's dark outside. <laughs> so that is a non-negotiable. Like I, that needs to happen. Um, and getting in when it comes to nutrition, three balanced meals a day. Because the whole like snacking all the time, which you can easily do while you're on a road trip, like you have nothing else to do, I'm just gonna feel like garbage. So making sure we're prepped with food and making sure I'm getting in those meals is gonna make me feel my best as far as the traveling goes. So ideally we only wanna choose one or two goals for any kind of travel trip anything more than that and again it, it leaves mm -hmm. a lot of opportunity and room for failure so by choosing sleep and three balanced meals she kind of knows that even if she doesn't get to work out every day even if she doesn't um, if she eats that donut or that cupcake or whatever it might be right those didn't fall in her rules for success mm -hmm. and so she comes back saying to herself okay I ate three meals a day I slept seven plus hours a night 
this trip was a success. And that's really what we're trying to do, set ourselves up for success. So what about for you going, like, were there one or two things that you really focused on to kind of come back from that trip? Like almost visualizing yourself after the fact and saying, if I do these one or two things, then I will feel like I've made progress. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it's, and not even just necessarily at the lake, it's pretty much anywhere we go. Um, you know, for, I, I, need, I need to, I, I just know that I need to either work out or be active every single day. So that's something that's like super important to me. And, and you know, as you know very well, when I, when I don't get that, um, I'm yes, just, I I'm do not, know I'm that not, very I'm well. It's not myself, right? <laughs> so, like, I need that. I need that some sort of activity level to to kind of make me feel like myself and, and make me feel good, right? Um, so, when we go to the lake, we we always bring equipment. Um, this year, we brought some dumbbells and a weight vest, and we're able to do something, you know, pretty much every day. Um, y- y- there's a lot that you can do with a little a bit of equipment, so you don't need a lot to um, to really get in a good workout. Um, or, you know, if, if it's not necessarily workout, whether it's like, you know, swimming or water skiing, playing tennis, um, going paddleboarding, just, just something that's going to make me feel like I've done something active that day. Um, so that's, that's super important for me. Um, the other one, the other big one that stuck out to me was in terms of the, on the nutrition side is starting off the day with a, like a good solid breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, even, you know, at home, I'm, I'm a huge breakfast person. Like I love having breakfast in the morning. It's how I start my day every single day. So when we go on vacation, um, I feel best if I can do the same thing while we're traveling. Um, so I, I don't like to, I try to keep it as clean as possible. I don't like to stray away from what I would typically do, like the, you know, eggs and, and fruit and coffee and, and whatever it is. Um, cause I also find that breakfast foods in general can, um, can kind of get off track pretty easily Mm -hmm. like whether it's you know bagels or pancakes or waffles or whatever you're having um on vacation i think starting with a with a good solid clean breakfast is just going to start the day off right and then you can kind of build from there and and it's true like for some people like we we tease that andrew is the the racehorse that if you don't run him daily like you just he won't let you sit and relax he's just like they're nagging you consistently Mm -hmm. Like, when are we going to do something? Let's go do something. Well, Chris is the same way, too, Chris right? Chris is exactly the same way. Yeah. And it's like, you got to go run them so that you can then relax. Yeah. But for some people, working out every day might be unrealistic. And this is where it really becomes individualized. And maybe I set for my own expectations that I'd like to work out two times to move with intention for 30 minutes. And if I move two times in the course of a week, well, then that's success. Yeah. Even if I don't work out the other days and I'm not beating myself up. If I've decided that my goal is to eat healthy breakfast and I do that and my lunches are somewhat strayed, then that's okay too. That wasn't my goal. We can only focus on so much. And the idea is that when we're traveling or we're away, we have to acknowledge that a lot of things are out of our control. So by just choosing those one or two things, we allow the trip to feel like a success because the problem is once we feel like we failed, right, it can kind of snowball. And it's like, I ate that cookie or I had that piece of pizza. Well, screw it. I'm going to eat the whole pizza Mm -hmm. or I'm going to eat the whole bag of cookies. Whereas if I've told myself like, I'm allowed to have one treat or two treats or whatever it is, and I have it, then I still see and view my actions as a success. And that's ideally what we want, 
in terms of like, again, setting realistic expectations. For me, I like to log my food still when I'm going certain places. I'm not trying to hit any particular numbers. I'm not even trying to get categories in particular places. I just know that when I am logging that I'm more cognizant of what I'm eating and it makes me feel good. So again, just choose one or two, three at the most things that if you feel like coming away from that, you've done, you've been a success. All right. So that was key number one, Mm -hmm. um, set realistic goals. What is key number two? Um, to make a plan. So again, I kind of started by saying like, we generally set up habits and routines, um, and willpower, willpower can kind of take a back seat when those are in place. Well, when we travel, Willpower's got to kind of step it up, right? And the idea is that the more decisions we make, the worse those decisions become. So if we can minimize the number of decisions that we have to make while traveling, we automatically increase our ability to be successful. And a lot of that comes from preparation and planning. So for example, if I'm traveling to somewhere where there's, I'm gonna stay at an Airbnb, um, maybe I, I search out the first grocery store, where is it? I make that my first stop. Um, or even better, maybe I have Instacart or something delivered to my house with foods. Um, I've got a nutrition client who's going away for business. Um, all of next week in Boston, we've already picked out some good lunch locations where she can go and pick healthy options. Um, if you know you're going out to certain restaurants at, the, at night, you know, looking at their menu, choosing what you're going to have for dinner And that can kind of play a role in what you end up choosing for breakfast and lunch Um, in terms of if I know I'm going to have this ribeye and mashed potatoes for dinner, that's going to kind of play a role in how I'm making my decisions for breakfast and lunch. And not in terms of me feeling like I'm missing something out, but I'm really looking forward to that dinner. So I'm going to eat a little bit leaner and lighter earlier in the day. Um, You're going on a road trip in a car. So what do you guys got? So we're going to be prepping food to last us at least like two days into our trip that we that we're cooking at home. Um, and then and is this? I'm, I'm curious. Is this you and Chris specifically, or or everyone? The car as a whole. Oh, that's good. Yes, that's yeah. Good. My mom. My mom board. actually went on a road trip last year, and she did this for everybody in the car. She prepped all of the food, and somebody wanted to bring a big bag of like chips and cookies and she removed all of the food out of the car before they left go mom and they didn't notice it they yeah. didn't realize that she had done that and yeah. that she had already prepped like you know just like chicken and hard-boiled eggs and cucumbers and celery and like just easy foods you can eat while you're on the road so we're gonna do that same thing which is like we don't mind that obviously um but we're gonna prep enough to to last us a couple days and then as we are traveling through, instead of stopping at like restaurants, we're going to seek out the grocery stores. It's easy enough to get a rotisserie chicken and pull that apart and split it between everybody. And, and pre-cut veggies are easy to grab. So we know what we're looking for as we are along our way. When we get to California, we are renting a house and we are doing an Airbnb versus a hotel because by the time we're done driving, from here to California, we're going to be wanting a good home cooked meal and, mm-hmm. and versus constantly going out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we want to try to avoid as much of the eating out as possible because it just gets, you just get sick of that too. You can only eat out so much before you're like, 
you and it, want that. And it gets expensive, right? right? Exactly. So a little bit easier on the purse strings as well. Right. And I think grocery stores are great options for people who are traveling. We always think we've got to stop at restaurants. Right. But the truth is, especially if you can find a Whole Foods or a Trader mm-hmm. Joe's or something along those lines, they have some really good pre-packaged options mm-hmm. now um, that are just as easy to grab and go. They're better options, again, than, say, a gas station. Right. Um, and so just kind of changing our mindset of where it is we stop on a road trip gives us more options. Right. So I love that you mentioned the uh, trying to minimize the amount of decisions that you have to make. Um, I, used to, I used to travel a lot for work. And, um, you know, obviously when you're traveling with multiple people in a group, like everyone goes out to dinner together. Um, and, you know, and you're going out to dinner with the same group every night and everyone is o- always ordering dessert. So like one of the things that I used to do is like I would, I would basically define up front that I, I am the type of person that does not order the dessert. And so it then was never, it, it didn't become a decision. It wasn't like, oh, am I going to get the dessert tonight or not? It's just like, no, I'm not getting it because I've already made that decision up front. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's very easy to kind of fall into that, especially when like w- went traveling for work and like things are paid for. It's like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's paid for and everyone else is ordering it. So I should, you know, I should just get the dessert. Um, but I think if you've like defined that that's the type of person you are up front, then that becomes the expectation. And the people that I would travel with, like ultimately would, would learn that as well. Like, oh, you know, we know that he doesn't get the dessert. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to do that all the time. And same thing you talked about the um, going to grocery stores. So I used to do this as well. It's like when I get to wherever I was going, the first thing, I, first place I would go would, would be to a grocery store to stock up on a bunch of healthy snacks mm-hmm. so that I would have them for the week. So bringing stuff along with you is a great option, especially if you know that there are snacks that travel well in mm-hmm. your bag. Um, airports will let you bring like non-perishable items through. Um, liquids are the only things that they don't. Um, but you, you guys kind of highlighted a really good point, which I don't know if we've mentioned just yet. Like when we travel for pleasure and vacation and when we travel for work, the same rules don't necessarily apply either. If you're somebody who typically travels for work and you're traveling pretty consistently for work, you can have more stringent guidelines for yourself, right? You don't have to have the same number of indulgences as say when you're going away on vacation and you've saved up and waited all year to go on this vacation. So again, it's not about not having those indulgences and kind of enjoying the pleasures of those trips. But again, figuring out which ones are going to be worthwhile Mm -hmm. um, and which ones are okay to bypass. And especially if you're somebody who's constantly traveling for work, again, you're you're probably going to have to be a little bit more defined in your rules for yourself. Um, The other point I thought you made up made was really good, which is a lot of times other people influence the decision we make, Mm -hmm. right? Like, So we decide we're all going to go to the pizza restaurant for dinner, right? And, you know, the idea is, am I getting pizza because I want pizza or because everybody else is getting pizza? And Mm -hmm. I didn't decide ahead of time what it is I want. And so I'm just going to get pizza because everybody else is getting pizza. And next thing I know, (laughs) we've eaten four large cheese pizzas or whatever (laughs) it is, right? And like I said before, the more decisions we make, the worse those decisions inevitably get because we've used up all of our willpower Mm -hmm. earlier in the day. So if I know that I'm going to go have pizza that night and and I want that pizza, it just simply means that I don't have French toast for breakfast, Mm -hmm. right? And so, again, it's just finding that balance on vacation that's going to leave you feeling good both about your decisions but also 
feeling physically good to enjoy that vacation. Because I know for me, when I'm eating a lot of things that I don't typically eat, um, I just don't feel as good. Right. (laughs) So. Cool. So that's number two, make a plan. Um, Key to success number three is... Well, and we kind of led right into this. Um, Keep your normal routine as much as possible. Um, I read somewhere that we shouldn't just pack our items with us, that we should pack our identity with us. And you kind of alluded to this earlier, that who you are is not somebody who orders dessert. Lucky for us, I am someone who orders dessert. (laughs) But, no, just kidding. Um, But ideally, we want to pack who we are with us. Um, And so we want to be consistent in terms of, like, if you're somebody who gets up and likes to move and be active first thing in the morning, well, then make that part of your daily routine to get up, go to the hotel gym, do some kind of movement in your own hotel room, go for a walk if you're by the beach or something along those lines. But be active earlier in the day if that's what you're used to. Um, If you've got a water bottle, Bring it along with you. You're more likely to stay hydrated if you've got that with you and it's what you always use or a coffee mug. Um, Plenty of people do this too. Bring your pillow um, if that helps ensure like a good night's sleep. But do the things that kind of make you feel like you because above and beyond all these decisions that we have to make, when we are out of our natural habitat, it creates chaos. And, And even if it's unconscious chaos, um, it causes stress, and our body's going to feel that, even if we are on this beautiful tropical island, right? Like, we're, we're going to be a little more anxious. We're going to have a little more energy. Um, and so if we can kind of stick to things that make us feel like us, it's going to kind of calm that energy down a little bit. So do you, Chris, have anything that you guys are going to do or bring with you that's going to kind of, again, like kind of like bringing a little piece of home yeah well being active every day is is important and especially if we're going to be sitting in car for long periods of time we need to keep that the movement in there so we've got it planned out where at almost every stop we're going to get out of the car we're going to do some sort of movement right whether it's air squats jump rope um, a jog, depending on how long we're there, um, just to keep that that normal routine down. And then once we do get to a hotel, we have the option to get a workout in there. We already know where we're going to be working out. When we get to Arizona, we have already found the CrossFit gym. <laughs> so it's, it's part of that what's normal for us so, to keep us feeling good especially him, (laughs) him in a car for a long time. That will be interesting. Um, But for all of us and, and for my family too, to kind of get them involved with, you know, let's, let's get the movement in. So, yeah. Yeah. I think for, for me, like, you know, we've already talked about this, but um, the important things are being able to be active and, and eat healthy. Mm -hmm. So, and we tend to, I think we, t- we tend to go on vacations that allow us to do that, right? A lot of the things that we tend to do um, are more like kind of active geared and not necessarily just, you know, working out in a gym or with dumbbells or whatever, um, but doing stuff outside that's just allows us to be active. I think our vacations tend to lean t- more towards that. Um, 
I mean, if we're, and we, I think we are kind of the extreme, right? Like, if you are people who are used to moving six, seven times a week, and you try to go and even try to lay on a beach, right? You can't do that for six or seven days and not move. Like, that's not who you are, yeah. right? You, you, again, pack your identity. Okay. Who you are doesn't change just because you're going somewhere else. One of the greatest things that has worked for me is limiting even what I pack in my suitcase, Right? Think about all those overpackers out there who like pack all these clothes that they would never wear at home, but somehow they feel like if they go somewhere else, they're going to wear all these clothes, mm-hmm. right? And and the reality is like we don't change just because we're in a different zip code, right? Like who we are is who we are, and some of those pieces of ourselves are really really good. Like people who don't eat dessert, people who or don't order order dessert. I'm making that distinguishment by the way. <laughs> He eats it. He just doesn't order it. <laughs> people who are, are consistently active, um, people who have like have a healthy breakfast, like take that person along with you. You've worked really hard to be that person. Don't leave them home for two weeks, right? Bring them on vacation too, and and just find those little indulgences that you've kind of been waiting for. But you're going to feel much better both on vacation and once you get home if you've kind of kept that same identity of who you are. Yeah. I like it. Cool. You got any last minute, last uh, tips to, to wrap up on? Uh, well, Renee, you want to, maybe we can highlight a few. Um, yeah. So the first I would say is packing snacks. Um, so again, we kind of mentioned this already, but especially if they're non-perishable, right? Um, protein powders or bars, Mm -hmm. things like that are great. Um, and they're going to keep you from picking things up at like, say a gas station because you know, you've got it in your Mm -hmm. bag, you know, you like it. Um, so packing things with you wherever you're going, that's a good trick right there. Um, staying hydrated, right? Carry your bottle around, bring your bottle with you to the airport, like Fill it up there. You, you can't get through security with water, but bring your own bottle and you can find some place to, to fill it up. I know we're going to be packing like a ton of gallon jugs of water in, in our car in coolers to have. So that way it's there and we're going to each have our own bottles and just kind of stay hydrated the whole time. You're going to feel way better. Nice. Um, the next one would be to stock your fridge. Almost every hotel these days has a hotel fridge. So whether you're bringing things with you to put in the hotel fridge or you're hitting up a grocery store as soon as you get there, or having items delivered to the hotel um, to put in that fridge, that's going to allow you to not have to choose things from the continental breakfast that you don't want, not have to midnight snack from the other mini fridge that you should probably keep locked, um, or hit up the little convenience store down by the lobby. But don't think I don't know these things. We don't ever unlock that fridge. That's expensive. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) True story. Really expensive. Um, Choose chains that are gonna let you make your own, like Chipotle. Amen. You love you some Chipotle. (laughs) So, whenever we go on road trips, (laughs) this is so true. By the way, our stops are. We basically plan our our stops on the trip based on where the Chipotle is. Really? I know where every Chipotle is within an hour of Albany. That is really (laughs) funny. That's funny. Or exciting. I don't know. We like to look at, um, we try to find Whole Foods because they have the the hot bar and the salad bar. Um, So we always try to seek out one of those and and both of those like we, yeah. d- we don't have one locally in the area so it's it's almost it feels like, like a treat it's a treat yeah. right yeah. Yeah, yeah so absolutely what's nice about both of those two is you're essentially building your own mm-hmm. so you're picking and choosing what you're eating versus choosing off a menu where a lot of people feel 
and which is not true, but they feel like they've got to order it as is. Right. So, yeah. Well, and to, when you go out, don't be afraid to be picky. Like if, you know, pick things apart. What, whatever your preference is. You don't want a bun on your burger? That's okay. Don't eat a bun on, a bur- on your burger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so that's the next part. A lot of time when we are traveling, we are eating out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So keep the basic tricks of eating out in mind. Um, a lot of restaurant meals are naturally higher in fat. So by choosing leaner meats, we're going to keep that fat down a bit. Um, ask for your sauces or salad dressings on the side so you're in control over how much you're using. Um, and don't be afraid to double up on the veggies, right? A, a half the, the plate method is a great way to kind of eyeball where exactly you should be when you're eating out. And so if half the plate is veggies and then you've got some protein and some carbs, you're doing pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the no bun on the burger. Mm-hmm. How many, Kate, how many uh, burger salads have we had over the past, like, three weeks? A ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous number. The thing is, summer is so great for grilling yeah. out, but... I feel like I end up getting like all of these foods that my body is just not naturally used to, which is like a lot of gluten. Um, but I really knew I was successful this last vacation when I was able to get my brother to eat like no no lie, like every burger salad that I made, he made a burger salad too. So you, it, wow. it's cool to kind of see, <laughs> you know, when you're traveling with people, yeah. they kind of pick up on some of your habits and they're like, oh, and you don't feel like you're missing out. I mean, the best part of a burger is the burger. Right. So yeah. like, it's not like you're missing out by not having that bun. Right. Uh, what do we have for our last tip here? So on our um, YouTube page, we have a a pile of, of uh, travel wads. So refer to that, Google search that, YouTube search that, and it's, it's laid out right there for you. And they're body weight movements, or maybe it's like with a dumbbell that you can easily do in your hotel room or at your Airbnb, or if you've got a really long layover at the airport, <laughs> <laughs> at, a, at a rest stop, on yeah. a road trip. So. I, if, you guys, if you guys are doing wads like yeah. on the side of the road, you, guys, you need to send some videos. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you, know if we'll you, be directly on the side of the road, but we'll be at rest stops yeah. for sure. Okay. Well, I'm going to give Mary Moriarty, Mori, Mary Moriarty another <laughs> shout out because she actually texted me from Zambia and said that they had taken a 10-hour trip, mm-hmm. and I think this was like by animal and wagon, and they stopped, and she started doing burpees on the side of the road and air squats. And she said the Africans looked like looked at her like she was crazy. She's like, but I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm still staying with it. I'm still staying active. So awesome. Um, and I was so proud of her. But you're absolutely right. You, CrossFit Inga's YouTube is our channel. Um, there's nine different travel wads that are all listed there. Videos of Andrew or Renee demoing the movements for mm-hmm. you, um, as well as if you go to our website and put in the search bar travel wads, you will also see a number of different workouts that come up. Most importantly, just stay active on vacation. Um, enjoy the scenery of wherever you are. Enjoy the people that you are with. Make them a part of that activity and that movement. Try some new things. Um, just get outside and get it done. And have fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think that's a perfect place to wrap it up. Cool. So we will probably not be back for a couple weeks. Yes. Because you're going to be gone. Because I'll be gone. For 16 days. (laughs) So So, enjoy your vacation. Thank you very much. I've prepped the 9 a.m. They all know that I'm leaving. (laughs) 
They're in good hands, though, Kate. Right? I'll do my best. <laughs> are they? Are they going to be okay? I don't. Am know. Am I going to be okay? <laughs> Why are you worried about them? <laughs> I know. I'm going to miss everybody. It's so sad. But well, it'll be a good time. Well, let us know when you get back how your trip was and how successful yes. it was. Yeah, we'll check a little, in. A little recap of yeah, this. I like yeah, I like it. I like it. Cool. All right. So we will see you guys in a few weeks for another episode of the CrossFit Ingus podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye.